Detox Day 15. Sorry about yesterday's podcast. My, my brain was still frazzled going through the nicotine withdrawals, and although they were mostly over. Today they really do feel over. Today's like day five and a half or whatever. So typically that's, that, that's what it is with nicotine withdrawals. And given all the things that could have gone wrong... Very few of them actually did go wrong, so high five up top. Way to go, us. Team Fishbowl. But yeah, I couldn't connect a single thought last night. That was, uh, that was really bad. Uh, uh, today, as I said, I, I feel better. I, I, had some, uh, I had some moral uh, dilemmas today. If, I'm not sure that's the right term, but... It'll make sense as I explain it. Um, today, before I went to go see my psychologist, therapist, I was in the mood to get a load of laundry done. And one of the fun things about living in a building in a city is, you know, there's laundry, like in the building. I don't have to go find it someplace else. So after I get my stuff from the dryer... And I swear I checked it. I swear I checked it before I put my shit in there. But as I dump the, the stuff out on, uh, on the sofa and I'm, you know, sorting my laundry so I can put it away, there's like a big... <laughs> well, actually, first, first I noticed like a white sock uh, that's not mine, like a little ankle sock. I'm not sure what brand it was, but it had like some kind of writing on it. And then I find another like little ankle sock same size, but completely different writing. Like they weren't, they weren't together. They, they weren't a pair. They may have, they may have arrived uh, together, but they were, they were, they were not a thing. Uh, and then I found a third, uh, just to be lucky as we approach St. Patrick's Day, I guess. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I find with my laundry, uh, like this, like this red pair, fairly large too fairly large, like way too big for, for, for me. And I'm like 235 right now. Um, like this red pair of mantis, like, like, like they, <laughs> they weren't silk. They were cotton and they had like uh, a full back kind of, but then across the front, there was like, like these weird, uh, it, it, it was like very, very artistic. I'm not even sure what they're like little, I don't even remember. I just remember it was, I didn't want to get too close. I'm like, what the, even though they just came from the dryer and presumably before that they were in, they were in the washer. I still like, I didn't, you know, exactly study it as I try to recall it. Now I just remember there was like yellow, like three different things. They weren't like flash underpants. These were like, dressing up for someone special and so i get all my clothes put away i put in my backpack so so now like what do you do with that shit i got three extra socks and and a fantastic pair of underpants right so if you were me in this in this situation like living in a big building in the city I mean, do you keep it? <laughs> just like, never know when I'm gonna need those. Never know, never know. Or, 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 do you uh, um, 
just put them in a bag and just throw them away. Because because obviously uh, whoever they belong to were obviously not that important to them if they ended up in my fucking laundry, right? Or do you put them in a bag very carefully and on your way to the uh, psychologist, uh, uh, do you swing by the laundry room and then and then just kind of kind of leave them there for someone to come back and? Because uh, what if they're like someone's like lucky underpants? You know, like I can't I can't have that on my conscience that I that I that I threw away someone someone's lucky underpants. So I didn't do that. So you can probably guess what I did, which is which is the last. I actually packed up the one pair of underpants and. Three socks and brought him back down to the laundry room, and then uh, so so I walk, which is uh, eh, 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 probably just probably just a little bit under a mile, like to my doctor's office, and it was it was it was a rather other uneventful. We had a we had a nice appointment and talked about a lot of shit that will just breeze past for now, and then I walked all the way back to the building. You know, I did my good deed like on the way out, like I thought, right? And then I'm coming, uh, and then I'm coming back up uh, 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 to my apartment. And, and what do I see? Uh, um, I, see, I, see, I, see I see a human being. And it, it, it's only like four in the afternoon, which I, I, I suppose that's fine. But, but, but this poor dude um, had, uh, had a little too much drink in him and, uh, and, was, and was just kind of, he, he was trying to get up. He had fallen. And uh, he was wearing no life alert uh, necklace. He's like, he's like a person like my age, I think. Um, and he couldn't. So, so I sprung into action uh, uh, because <laughs> one of the fun things, one of the fun things about living downtown is, 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 is there's, there, 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 there's certain buildings where if you have like a, a camping chair and like a, uh, like a half suitcase, of uh, of bush light and you know full full pack of smokes, uh, you can just uh, uh, hang out with your friends and and just sit there like on the like on the city sidewalk and you, you can just sit there and you can you can drink in your camper chair. No one really gives a fuck apparently. So <clears throat> he like had like his camping chair and like uh, like a half suitcase of like the silver bullet. I believe I believe it was a Coors Light man. <clears throat> but he was he was stuck. <laughs> Like on the, like on the ground, like he couldn't. He was he he was gonna eventually like make it up on his own, but but it it might have taken like a long nap, like if you know what I mean. Like like I'm, it, it, I wasn't sure, and I thought he was just trying to like get back into his like apartment shit, right? So 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 I'm like, hey, you know, can, can I can I can I give you a hand? And and I I thought it you know wouldn't require a lot of effort on my part, and unfortunately I was dead wrong in that. This took uh, this I, I felt like I was back in a, in like a, a, a high school a weight training, and like it was max stakes. I had to like first it was just like a one hand thing. And I'm like fuck. I'm like give me your other hand, dude. Like let's get this over with. Let's get you upright. Like give give me give give me your other hand. So I finally got his other hand and uh, uh, did my best to tug a war with him and somehow like I get him up and like his beer was fine it stays like in the in the camping chair like uh like on the ground and and I thought like yay hooray like we did it and now he can safely like get into uh, uh, uh his uh, uh the place where where he lives and you know like take a nap or whatever but no he was he was actually um 
uh, he was he he was going out, not coming back. So, um, but still a good deed, still a good deed. I have a thank goodness he he definitely wasn't the underwear guy. He definitely was. They were definitely just based on size. Thank thank goodness. <laughs> I'm not sure I could have done anyone heavier. I'm really. And that was my day. That was my day. And then, uh, oh, yeah, I had to, uh, you know what was really nice? It's, it's, it's the little things. I mean, it, it's a big, scary word out there. But sometimes uh, it's the little things. Uh, um, I won't bore you to death. Uh, but for, <laughs> for, for a while, uh, I, anyway, I'll skip to the end. I've changed uh, uh, television streaming uh, uh, services. Uh, my old one didn't have the Nickelodeon. This one does. Uh, so I was watching uh, Nick at Night. It's been a while since I've watched SpongeBob. It's been a while since I just like sat around and like smoked some weed and watched SpongeBob. And it was, it was very enjoyable after very two uh, enjoyable basketball games. March Madness. And I will leave you with this. I've been listening to, believe it or not, like these last few days, like a lot of podcasts that aren't, that aren't ours, that aren't, that aren't the fishbowl, you know, just, just, just checking out the competition. And, uh, and obviously there's podcasts that are amazing. Like, no matter like what you're into and like everyone has like these really cool trailers and I don't have like one of those yet. Well, maybe, maybe we'll get one. We'll, we'll have to figure out what the fuck that is. Right. But I'll. I was just thinking about the ocean of podcasts like we compete against. And it's right now, it seems like the ones that are popular, um, like the crime ones that get a really good reputation are obviously fantastic. Um, Barstool Sports has a good thing going. They have a good roster. Uh, uh, But then there's like this whole, it's like um, celebrities (laughs) teaming up to interview other celebrities. Like the, uh, think of, think about how dumb, just, just how fucking stupid on a day in, day out basis uh, we are here at, at, at the fishbowl, your home for snark and sarcasm. Uh, 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 but it, you know, it's, it's just, it's just me and Fish B, neither of which are, um, you know, like famous enough to get like six blowjobs in one night. Like, like every, like, no, like from different people. Like we're not, we're not, we'll never be that famous. But I was listening to, uh, uh, it was David Spade and, and Dana Carvey and they're, and they're two, 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 you know, pretty talented people. Uh, it was them. I, I think the show is called fly on the wall. And then they got, to, and then they have like guests. And I listened to like, uh, those two fellas, uh, interview and hang out, hang out with John Ham, and and you have to ask yourself if you're me or Fish B, who's still at the world famous Rosarita Beach Hotel. Uh, but how could how could something this stupid uh, uh, compete uh, in the same ocean of of, of uh, battling for, uh, uh, you know? people sorry i had two i had two thoughts cross at a very awkward 
time there, so I apologize for that. But how does one uh, compete with uh, with <laughs> Dana Carvey and, and David Spade and, and John Hamm? And and the and the answer is you don't, or we don't. I got a sneaky suspicion that in between now. In summertime, this thing's just going to keep getting weirder and weirder and weirder every fucking day. Because we're going to work at it. The other day I said something that was kind of incorrect. I think I said uh, one of the, uh, I think I said the secret sauce or one of these secret sauces of, of, of kind of what, what, I, what I do and what I've historically done is oftentimes it's people, it's difficult for people to tell if I'm being sarcastic or not. And I kind of like riding that wave and kind of flirting with that. I find that enjoyable. <clears throat> That's not the secret sauce. The secret sauce of what I do. And this is what we have to get back to. And, and, and when we get back to this place, we'll know we're 100% back. That not only is the fishbowl my absolute just pride and joy, but it's the highlight of my day. That with the exception of, of riding the new Star Wars ride at Disneyland, like with my kids or Disney World, uh, 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 like this is what I want to be doing like more than anything else in the world. Like this fucking thing. Because when I feel good and it's going good, that's the place we get to. And I'm not going to say something stupid like this is what we were put on this earth to do because that requires a whole level of bullshit that has a Rost Agno Bud Medi I'm not comfortable with. I will say this, though, and this is kind of funny. We're almost to 600 fucking shows. This might be like 590, something like that. But after like 600 practice podcasts in, in Vail, We're coming for you. Because as much as I love Dana Carvey and David Spade and guests like John Hamm, I don't think that podcast is their pride and joy. Is it? Is that their baby? Is that their thing that they love more than anything else in the entire world? Or is it, you know, something they love doing, but it's one of a, a bunch of things they love doing? C 
See, my disadvantage is also my advantage. My health and my world has kind of painted me into a corner where I don't get to do a lot of other shit. But I got this. And so it just means so much more to me. It'll always mean more to me than everybody else, I think. Most people have podcasts because they're famous and they can make a couple extra bucks fucking doing it. I mean, there's a few on the crime side that are done by fantastic documentarians and they are, you know, unbelievably good. Ronan Farrow's podcast series, oh my God, just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I'm, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the podcast genre of either such minutia like woodworking or at least minutia to me. Maybe woodworking is a bad example. Woodworking with tools pre-1700, done while drinking German beer, while having testicle surgery. It, it seems like some of them are like that, like specific. And don't get me wrong. I, I, I sure, I love celebrities, or, or at least I'll say that now. I, I sure as hell respect the fuck out of, obviously, like David Spade and Dana Carvey. But how many podcasts have they done now? Like fucking 10? 10. So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, sorry. I hit the a uh a spring on my uh microphone stand there and I know we've uh, gone long but I, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think we started at one place and then we ended up another place, which is significantly different. But you know what? Fuck it. It's uh, I'm not sure these detox shows even count. Y'all want to settle in for another 45 minutes and we'll talk about everything? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Let's get back to uh, some semblance of uh, of reality. So, uh who knows? Maybe Fishby will be back tomorrow. I haven't heard. Usually, uh, Fishby uh, does what, what I like to do when, uh, when I'm at the Rosarita Beach Hotel is radio silence. Just watch the sunsets and the sunrises. Man, man, man. This beach. Tacos, Dos Equis, and a beach. So jealous of people who live in San Diego and they do that all fucking year long, right? Like, that's their life. Every single person in San Diego, even Ron Burgundy, every single person, that's their whole life. None of them work. None of them do anything. They go from lounging by Bill Walton's pool to tacos, Dos Equis, and beach. Fish tacos. Shrimp tacos. Carne tacos. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to go now. All right. Best of luck. I love you a long time.